Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for all you can eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to introduce you to the other leaders of the group. I did not have any time to come up with any fun puns for these guys, but I would like to know how they're doing. So first up is our resident scholar, Alan Mark. How are you doing, sir? Ooh, uh, I'm doing all right. Today was kind of a hot mess at work, but I made it. I'm here. Um, and yeah, excited to uh, talk about uh, this, what we're talking about this episode. So Remember... Um, to all the people who are listening who did not read the episode title, we're not going to spoil it for you until, until we Alan Mark gives us the rundown. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we are we are going, we are not going to mention any one of their names. There's only one of their names, but we'll, uh, we'll for sure not mention <laughs> their name. Okay. And <laughs> rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. It's Steven. How are you, dude? I am good. I'm thrilled to be back joining you this week and uh, appreciate the very faithful reading of my notes from last week. <laughs> no slander. <laughs> no slander. None. Um, no slander whatsoever. I, I do want to add, though, uh, the only reason you kept saying, like, I'm more cultured than you guys, but like, I <laughs> really only listen to one. I listen to K pop. And then um, the only reason I know that. The only one reason that I know um, that one Polish director uh, is because, like, one of my teachers at the all, Bo- all boys high school in Northern California that I attended, uh, cool. he like showed us a movie in our religion class. So, and like, oh. I've I had not watched anything since of that guy. Oh, okay. I forgot you went to a, um, an my, all boys high school. My, in yeah, my only takeaway from whatever you just told right now is that you went to an all boys school <laughs> in, in California. In, yeah, yeah. you're lucky. There's multiple. Yeah, a yeah. different one than the one that I went to. Right. Well, mine um, was across the street from an all girls high school. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Really narrowing <laughs> down who you are. Bits and pieces of, of Steve's history. I don't think here. I gave much I, last week, so I had to. I would love the the very first fan email that we get just, to be like, I know who yeah, you just are. A screenshot of like Google Maps <laughs> satellite. <laughs> this is where you grew up. This is your childhood home. Yeah. This is where you currently reside. It's like, uh, who are you? <laughs> and then we find out it's just your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan, big fan, Steve. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, and we're like, okay, oh, yeah, we'll... it's in the email name. <laughs> yeah, it's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but you still can't read the email because yeah. it, it flags that. Uh, it's like, oh, someone's going to log in from New York. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Well, one day when you move, uh, if you ever live closer to us, maybe you won't get any of those security flags. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> So it was good catching up, guys. Um, but let's move on to the uh, the best part of the episode. Um, each week, our musical chefs whip up a brand new set of dishes, some treats to devour in between meals. So we'll let you know all about that in our segment, which is aptly correctly named now, Steven's Specials <laughs> of the Week. Uh, that's fair. I am assuming you're referencing the title of 
my Google Doc or my Google Sheet file, but I've I've renamed it to Specials of the Week uh, formally. Yes, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yes, this week some more some more great releases. Uh, starting on Sunday, we have uh, from the the boy group Great Guys, or I guess the guys group uh, Great Guys. They're released. They've released what they're calling a special album. It it's called Again, and the title track is called Touch by Touch. Uh, this is a nine-member group, but this release will only have seven members um, because two of the members are kind of on a hiatus. Dongwei has enlisted in the military, and then uh, Jay is on has been on hiatus since October of last year. Uh, but this release, um, it was sent with a message of hope for everyone wanting to just, uh, you know, go out and meet people and travel again uh and for their fans i love their fandom name it's just grace which and they must be pretty oh. excited so that was sunday uh moving on to monday we have a couple or i have three that i want to mention from that day first is a pink released a 10th anniversary single called thank you it's Big milestone and yeah. um Bomi co-wrote the lyrics on this one. Yay. So, yeah, that, that's exciting. <laughs> Congrats, A Pink. Yeah. Ten years is so good for especially for a girl group. Oh, that's so dope. Yeah. On the same day, the the band Day Six released a mini album, The Book of Us, Negan Trophy, uh title track called You Make Me. This is their seventh mini album. Um, but I just read that they are pausing their promotions for it for now uh, to have some like discussions while Song Jin is away uh, in his enlistment. Mm-hmm. But that's that's exciting still because uh, day six they're they're great. Um, and then lastly for Monday, uh, New East has released an, a full length album called Romanticize, title track Inside Out. This is their second full-length album, and they are releasing six different versions, each containing the, the album's ten songs. Um, yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, that's a lot of, of different ones to collect. <laughs> but um, it, it, I was looking at the track list. There are five solo songs, so one for each Ooh. member, and then the rest are, I'm guessing, are just like the full group. Um, and it includes a solo song by Aaron, who is also going to be on hiatus for promotions for this album. And then the last release is another 10th anniversary single, but from the group B1A4. Oh, the single yeah. is called 10 Times. Um, as part of this uh, anniversary celebration, their label mates at, at WM Entertainment are going to be releasing their cover, some covers of B1A4 songs. So, Oh My Girl is releasing a, a cover called Baby Goodnight. And then ONF is going to cover This Time Is Over. So, yeah, that, that's exciting for them, too. Congratulations, B1A4. Nice. Um, yeah, but those are the specials of the week. That is great. Thanks, Stephen. Okay. So, now it's time for the second best part of the uh, episode (laughs) it's the time where you get to find out who we're talking about 
get to know their backstory and find out maybe something you didn't know. So I'm going to throw it to Alan Mark, our own Encyclopedia Pink, to give us the rundown on today's episode. Surprise! We're talking about only one of <laughs> Yes. We are? Wow. <laughs> No, so this is really I have no ex- idea. This is really exciting. I know Stephen was very much looking forward to this, <laughs> and yeah, they're like not as popular as a group compared to what we have talked about in the past. So this is actually really exciting to get into a group. Hopefully, we get to introduce some of them to some of our listeners or get some diehard lions. Is that what yeah, the- lions? Yeah, and just like you know, be like, oh yeah, they're getting some attention. So let's go. Uh, Only One Of is a seven-member boy group managed by RSVP and 8D Creative, consisting of members KB, Love, uh, Rie, is it yeah. pronounced? Uh, Rie, Yujung, Junji, Mill, and Nine. Uh, the group's inception first began, though, in 2016 under Blockberry Creative, when they announced, uh, when Blockberry announced the group 8 by 8 by 8 I believe that's how that's called. Um, as a follow-up to Luna, um, and the name 8x8x8 was based on the planned debut date of August 8th, 2018. Um, but yeah, in April of 2017, they introduced the first member, Love, who is also the leader of the group, in Luna's uh, music video for Every Day I Love You, which was Vivi's uh, solo, uh, solo single. Um, yeah. 8x8x8 would also be referenced in the description to Odd Eye Circle's music video, uh, stating that OEC's B-side Chaotic was actually meant to be an 8x8x8 title track. Um, Ultimately, with Luna's debut on August 7th of 2018, the boys' group seemed to... Or 8x8x8's debut seemed to be shelved for the time being. In 2019, though, uh, so their creative director, Jaden Jong, who... uh, also was uh, the creative director for Luna when Luna was first starting, uh, would informally announce that only one of would debut in May of that year uh, after his departure from BlockBerry and the trainees transferring from BlockBerry over to RSVP. They would officially debut on May 28, 2019 with the mini-album Jump" and their title tracks uh, Savannah and Time Leap. Uh, they would also then follow that up with their first comeback on October 30th of that year with the mini album Line Sun Goddess. Uh, yeah, and only one of the names stands for being uh, the one and only to someone. So like they're the one and only like group to their fans and stuff. Um, so 2020 then would give us the Produced By series, or sorry, Chuck, Produced By Open Bracket Space Close Bracket. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Where the tracks would be each produced by different people. Part one featured producers Gray, Boy Cold, and Cha Cha Malone, while part two featured Groovy Room, Samuel Seo, and Junior Groove. Uh, yeah, Junior JR Groove. I don't know. Uh, and leading with the singles Angel and A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, on April 8th, 2021, only one of would then come back with their third mini album, Instinct Part 1, and the lead single, L- uh, Libido, or Libido. Uh, <laughs> so this would start the Instinct series. Uh, 
and Instinct Part 1 would show a concept revolving around human desire with uh, libido or libido <laughs> representing the expression <laughs> of one's impulses and the suppression of it and, and how it impacts their subconscious behavior. Only Jaden John could give us this level of high concept, honestly. And also, I think leading up to this release, also they put out um, uh, an only one of structural universe, which is like, of course, typical as well, where it shows how each of these um, like mini albums and stuff, uh, I guess, revolve around each other in the wider scope of things. So, yeah, it looks like we're gonna get an Instinct Part Two at some point, maybe this year. Leading up to another release. Um, I can't read it right now because I made the image too small. But yeah, is there's it, at it least... If Surface M. Yes, that's it. It's so, weird, yeah. so hopefully with uh, any success with uh, this, then we're getting at least two more releases from this group. Uh, hopefully soon. And that's it. All right. Fantastic. So I had no idea who these guys were before this episode. And it's kind of like, Stephen, did you, uh, Alan Mark was saying you, you were looking forward to this episode. You uh, had, how long have you been a fan of Only One of? Like, I really just found out about them like December of last year <laughs> when I was trying to go through last year's releases, like in, preparing for our awards and seeing what the, our best ofs. And then I just, this came on in like Spotify radio, one of their songs, uh, Doramar, from their Unknown Art Pop series from last year. Um, and like, I, I just, I love that song. And going, th- I went through their music and I just really, really enjoyed their music. Uh, and then I started just watching them on variety shows, seeing all their other content and, and they're just a, they're a fun playful group of guys uh so i was super excited and adamant that we do uh, this episode <laughs> when i saw that they were <laughs> announced to come back yeah for me i like i said i had never really listened to only one of but i did go back kind of check out their you know their uh, popular songs and I really like them they're mm-hmm. they're really fun um they're really fun um how do I want to describe this house like kind of house beady or they kind of sound like house beats uh little dance tracks um they, they just seem they're a little bit more um uh they're, they're just they're they're groovy but then they're like chill and mellow and so it's just really you guys know this about me that's exactly the kind of vibe of music I I love listening to and so I I very much enjoyed their their past releases so much so that I just went ahead and dumped it to my uh my Ooh. uh my Apple Music playlist wow. for like uh just immediately cuz I was just like this is exactly what I want to listen to. So, boom. I'm, uh, I'm going to do that. And then uh, let me go listen to some of these uh, new tracks and see how I feel. So, uh, yeah, I, I am very much a fan um, of these guys. So, uh, which is what I'm trying, which is what I'm finding out every time we cover uh, <laughs> a, a group, group that I've never heard of yeah. before. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, lo- I love these guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but so, I mean, yeah, what about... Like, oh, sorry. Uh, 
yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. that. For me, I think that the music tends to stray or stays within a kind of set area. They don't stray too far from a core sound. And uh, I think what I, where I appreciate versatility in a lot of other groups, I like a lot that they kind of stick to what works for them. And um, right. Yeah. But like, I'll probably mention more things later, but that's what yeah. really like stuck. What I, I really like about them. I'm, I'm glad they're not uh, a bunch of kids who are straying too much. <laughs> no, really um, no, I do occasionally I like, like the kids that do stray. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I like yes. them. Oh, I, we yeah. very much. Yeah. We very much appreciate the kids that straight yeah. you know what we mean we're talking about straight kids obviously <laughs> so alan mark what about you um have you listened to any of only one of before or no is this not, be- like your first not before time? this i know i know steven oh, yeah. was very excited about them since this the last december <laughs> and especially after we did our uh 2020 wrap-up episode um but they were like they were kind of uh i kind of pushed them aside because one thing that's very uh uh, not necessarily a bad habit, but like a immediate like turn off for me without even giving a chance is like, um, at least in K-pop is when there's like very direct references to pop culture in like song titles. I don't know why it's a turn off for me, but then I'll like sort of judging a book by its cover. I'll do that. So when the first song that I actually like noticed from them was a song of ice and fire and I'm like, it's 2020 and we're still making <laughs> Game of Thrones references right now. So that kind of like... <laughs> I didn't really give it a chance because just because of that. But um, I mean, I think Steven has good taste. So I definitely give them a chance <laughs> um, after that. And especially leading up to this uh, episode, I went back and listened to the past stuff. And like, A Song of Ice and Fire is so <laughs> good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I am now. Cool. Good. Okay. Uh, wait, so like, were you are you like a big fan of like cubism and surrealism <laughs> and stuff? Because like, were you offended when they they had the title Picasso? Uh, um, I mean, <laughs> I was until they released the its companion Doramar. So uh, when they didn't have a historical connection between two songs, I was I was on the fence. But then, yeah. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, going off with the uh, or going on with the uh, pop culture references, are, are you guys like a big fan of Blossom? Also, is that like a like a red flag? You're like, oh no, I, I like I draw the line when you reference the '90s um, oh. sitcom Blossom. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just going through like yeah. the songs I saved, and I was like, there are a lot of pop culture. Like, oh, I didn't get that part, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this this song list right now. Um, let's see. I guess they're a huge Hugo Boss fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of their other songs is named Designer. So, I mean, they probably were wearing Hugo Boss in the music videos. Anyway, I digress. Cool. So, this is essentially a lot of ours is like real first like deep dive into the group. So, um, I think... I think it's it's probably worth just diving right in and letting people know how we thought about this album. Um, I, I will start and say that I wish this was not my first time listening to Only One Of because I I don't think I like 
these four songs as much as I do some of their older stuff. Um, it's not to say that I don't like the songs, but now that Alan Markey told me kind of the direction with the concept, I I guess I'm not, I don't know, maybe it. it we it, this tends to happen whenever we go through these releases. I need to be in like a certain mindset to kind of listen to them. So I, I guess I wasn't really ready to just be to feel like super uh what's the word i want to say to feel super sexual (laughs) um because i i just wasn't ready for for that to hit me and when i was first listening to these songs i was like okay this is a lot of um a lot of r&b obviously and but even libido or libido like th- that hitting you with the very first uh track for the uh album i was like oh it's gonna be like that huh it's oh, okay. so direct right. yeah and yeah it's, like, it's it's when they're teasing putting all those like individual <laughs> member teasers out i was like what direction is this gonna what is this yeah. concept and then when they announced that the single is gonna be called uh i'm just gonna say a libido every time because yeah. that's what's in my brain yeah. i'm like oh it's, it's like very direct explicitly going to be this so I think I kind of prepared myself for something like this but I don't know if I was ever fully prepared for what was going to happen (laughs) I I I mean yeah I was expecting like smooth like because that's what they do a lot of yeah and I was saying okay yeah that fits who they are from all the teasers I saw but then I I too (laughs) was not like fully prepared and like my first time hearing the song was when I watched the video, and I, I think those they're separate experiences <laughs> <laughs> that work together. Yeah. 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 So like the first time I watched it, I was just at my desk, and then the second time I went to the, I went straight to the bathroom. To watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, but. But yeah, uh, the, fir- the very first note I, I put on uh, for Libido was like, yeah, this is a very sexual song, and it 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 feels like a song that um, I, I don't know if visceral is the right word, but it's just it's very um, like you're saying, Alamark, very direct. It's like in my ears, just them trying to exude all this like male sexuality or just just this energy of just like you know i don't know passion or yeah there's a having a tough time figuring out the words because it's just so like um yeah it, it just wasn't something i was ready for and i i think a part of that i really enjoyed um and a part of the song i i, I kind of wished uh I kind of wish it was a little bit. I don't know. I, I guess. I guess they. I. I wanted it to be bigger than they were letting the song be. Uh, specifically, I'm talking about kind of like the chorus because the, the song starts. Um, let's see. The song starts like very um, like with that very heavy like drum and bass kind of beat hitting you, and then um, just like kind of like some lone verses happening and then as the pre-chorus hits it's like building and building and building 
And then at the when the chorus does hit, I'm kind. I kind of. I'm feeling. I'm feeling like kind of like anticlimactic, because like it's the pre-chorus is like that where they like just draw out everything, and then it's just like kind of like that central singing. And um. And then the chorus ends up being like some sort of like European club techno vibe, um, which kind of. I guess was trying to capture more of like a an eyes wide shut kind of feel or like mm. some BDSM vibe or something like that. I guess that's what's happening or that could just be what I'm thinking of because of, uh, after seeing the music videos, it's very heavily, um, you know, in that matter. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think... I, I'm having a tough time kind of just like put everything into words because it's just so it, it was a song that I don't know if I'm going to listen to but for some reason I just kept listening to it over mm -hmm. and over and over again because it was just so catchy especially the libido part or the libido libido like that part was just so catching to me um, yeah I'll, I'll throw it to any of you guys to kind of talk more about it yeah I think, yeah, I had a similar sense. I kind of feel that it has this kind of irresistible vibe about it, where like because the the drums are so, and like the bass, it's, it's very deep and like kind of heavy sounds. It, there's some like industrial music mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. influence with like those. I don't know. I always think of like metal pipes, like with those certain sounds. Yeah. Um, but definitely evokes like club music. Um, but then I think to your point about the chorus part, of, I think that kind of works for the the concept of the song, which is about or the story that they're trying to present of suppressing like the libido. That this idea where the boy, the subject of this whole concept uh, in the album, is like it, I don't know, they're like back and forth with their their. A like an internal turmoil with their their feelings, so maybe it, they're trying to ah uh, okay okay they're suppressing it. It's like but, it's like a buildup, and then like there's no release. But then really. there are the there are also those those cries of like I want you to sing on my body. <laughs> like oh that the, part is so cool. Yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think tagging on to that with like the, I think they really build it up with the music of like that sort of internal uh, struggle between like wanting to feed those desires but also suppressing it. I, it really builds up, especially in the bridge because I feel like there's a part where it feels like it's a more back and forth portion. Uh, I forgot who was singing at that time, but after Mills, like after Mills rap, there's like uh, the beat drives even faster and it feels like there's a back and forth to the members singing. And it's like, oh, is it like the desire versus the suppression like, so I guess like as a song, it really, I think it paints that story really well. Um, and that's even outside of the music video. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, uh, it makes it like sound wise though. Like, I guess with a song called Libido, like what kind of, what do you expect with the sound, like with the sound outside of the concept? Cause like, yeah, uh, like Chuck, you mentioned like you, your expectations weren't like, the song didn't go where you expected. Same here, I think, but in the opposite way. 
because I thought it was going to be more like smoother throughout, um, like the pre-chorus that vibe. It was going to be more of that for more of the song. But then when it shifted to that more industrial sound you mentioned, I put industrial in my notes too. It reminded me of like sort of like Yeezus or Pablo era Kanye or mm-hmm. like the the um, Top Dog Entertainment Black Panther movie soundtrack, especially like Pray For Me. Like those are the, that's the kind of vibe I got from those textures, um, which I found very uh, interesting choice. But once I found out about the concept, I felt like it made sense because um, like that intense industrial feel could be like tied to the like suppression of the desires where you could like feel like physically you feel more mechanical because you have to suppress it. Um, besides being more like organic, like sounding, which could be the actual like uh, giving into your desires or the libido in a way. So I thought that contrast also like sort of represents that and mm-hmm. the concept wise. Yeah, um, yeah, that that is actually uh, that's a really great way to describe it. Um, I, you know, I was thinking like when I was listening again to the chorus. Uh, there were there were a lot of harmonies there, and like, mm-hmm. but they weren't to me. They weren't always really like pretty sounding, but they. Re- I think they just added to making this really interesting to listen to, and like even the melody in the chorus, it was ha- kind of hard to discern certain part, like when it's melody, because I it, it just was really interesting. Yeah, and the melodic part. I think there are some super interesting moments melodically as well like you mentioned one of them earlier with the i want to see anybody yeah i think that's just really cool <laughs> as well as their lead-in into the choruses when it's just like liberty yeah. like that that <laughs> going that direction is just so it's cool i think it's weird because this song's like about like sexual desires but i thought this song was more cool than it was sexy honestly um song just the song music video side right. just the song <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i really like i like the rap section too i thought that was, it was it was short but i like the effects that the distorted voice it almost was like sinister sounding and then this really kind of garbled like effect on i think it was just mills voice underneath it that that was really cool too it it had a very like theatrical nature to it to me because like mm. you you were referencing um, uh, Black Panther and like it's funny you did because I was thinking of Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, uh, that one scene where they're in the the club in um, oh which, yeah I forgot in, what um, uh, something cool. the name Macau no mm. so I think it's Macau nope somewhere there is it Macau. I don't know where it is. Anyway, um, it Magic reminded Ford. me of that. Matchport, thank you. <laughs> um, and it reminded me of that scene. Um, and I would totally love to watch like a super clip of uh, what's his face just dancing. Oh, Zemo dancing to it? Zemo, yes. Oh, just over and over. To we the can song. make that happen. <laughs> and we are going to make that happen for sure. TikTok. TikTok. But yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, it gives, just gives me like a, like an uneasy feeling, but like in a curious way where I'm like, hmm. I feel like I'm in a, I just feel like, you know, seat, like I'm in a seedy environment. I'm <laughs> all like, I feel like I sh- I'm where I shouldn't be, but then 
it's where I belong at the same time, I guess. I don't know. Struggle. Um, where I just yeah, exactly. Struggle. Yeah. No release. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it it was definitely one of the most interesting experiences <laughs> I've ever had K-pop wise cuz like there I'm I have listened to like, you know, the industrial sounds that we were talking about but n- not one where it's just like it just feels like it's hyper sexualized but I had no idea what they were talking about but for some reason I did yeah, based on how they were singing. Yeah, like one of the lines you could tell this is something they're singing just without knowing it. One of the lines is "shooting, shooting through the night." So, <laughs> interpret that how you will. Yeah, um, unless it's the basketball scene. That's what they're talking. Oh about. yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it's, they're talking about the vaccine because they're like Ooh, saying yeah. they, they want to have it like a twenty-four hour like. Like admit, ad, like you know, administration of it. Yes, the so, song is yeah, very up the time. That's, that's yeah. it. That's it. Historians <laughs> will say All right. this song was about. Yeah, the, with the the, the Junji and Junji uh, vaccine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Milderna, Junji and Junji. Oh, and. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you have one for uh, <laughs> I'm trying uh, for Pfizer? Oh man, uh, there's AstraZeneca. <laughs> <laughs> we we have gone off the rails yeah. in the best way. <laughs> okay, uh, do you guys have anything else musically wise you want to talk about with this song? Uh. <laughs> Oh, uh, the only oh, the only thing is just in the bridge. Uh, there is I, there's like no other passage of a song that I tie more to a scene in a music video now. So, yeah. like, <laughs> yes, like inseparable now. Into you. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a good transition to talk about the music yeah. video. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the music video. <laughs> Music videos. So I had no idea there was the uh, guilty pleasure version because uh, I had watched just the regular white shirt on a stage in, a, in the middle of a Springfield version. Um, but I feel like I just watched the same music video again, except in a dark, dark attire, dark environment, because it was still incredibly like because. Again, I had no idea. I I, I listened to the song first and then watched the music video. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that. Well, I had a vision of what the music video would have been, and then when I watched the video, when it started, I was like, "Oh, okay." So it's just gonna be a bunch of like you know performance stuff, dancing, and everything. But no, they found some way to still have this sexual vibe, like now not only be in my ears, but like like shooting into my eyeballs and it was just I, I I had feelings of like should I be watching this right now um there's a lot of like uh one it, outfits are great obviously mm-hmm. um dance movements are great but yeah there was a lot of like hands through legs uh, I think there was at one point somebody was trying to measure how long someone's legs were <laughs> Um, it's a lot of yeah, uh, there were just these skinship, <laughs> skinship. That's right. Yes, skin, skinship. Um, yeah, I, I was at a loss for words. Also, just because I, I think 
I I I didn't again I didn't know what to expect and I I saw it and I was like okay that's not how I would have went with the music video but I'm happy cuz like the when after watching the guilty pleasure version now that is what I thought the music video was going to be like mm. um so did you guys know that there were two music videos uh, when you came in, or did you see one or the other first? Uh, what, what, what was the first music video you guys I'm, saw? I just saw the one in like that door, the main one. one. Yeah. yeah, but I did. Okay. I didn't even know they were going to come out with the second one until I just saw yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what did did you guys think? Because um, it's it's definitely less than uh, what we've normally seen. Uh, in music videos of lately, and like I don't know if this is like a, a direction thing or um, a COVID thing, but it was it was definitely very very simple, but you know very evocative with like the imagery and everything. Um, what did you guys feel like it was a it was a good music video to kind of accompany with the song? I thought so. Yeah, I I mean, <laughs> I uh, I guess for this overall concept. It it is it. They went like very bold, and I think a little bit yeah. risky. Uh, even with just having the their their teaser photos one by one, like a member would be removing or like unbuttoning a shirt, and then eventually, like a couple of the guys were just they were topless, and like I I thought that was just like itself. I I wouldn't I wasn't sure how much further they were going to go than that. I thought like maybe they were just going to not have shirts on in the video. But then right. yeah, again, as you mentioned lots of skinship. Um but I think what also stood out to me was just how like strikingly shot this was. It, mm-hmm. It's just so beautiful to to look at and like the the framing and uh we we like to t- talk about mise en place I think <laughs> the video had great mise en scène mise en scène yeah, yeah it's a mise en scène so, I've taken a couple film classes so I know what that means I, my my writing two class was on movies <laughs> <laughs> writing two <laughs> yeah um, oh man no but um, wait I might have taken the same one sorry <laughs> let's skip that um, but yeah no talking about like the the look of the music video, like I, I thought also like yeah, it looked very cinematic. It felt very cinematic too, and I love the color palettes that they chose, and whatever filter like film yeah. filter they decided to choose because it, it reminded me of one of another music video I really like, uh, Shiny's View, just mm-hmm. it had that softness to the colors, um, not a lot of contrast. So um, yeah, I thought that was my first sort of like. Um, thought when I when I first saw it. Um, other than you know all the the physic right. <laughs> the physicality to it, yeah. Um, which I do want to note as well. I've seen some dialogue about it, and I'm not going to get too deep into yeah. it. But um, I've definitely seen like I have seen dialogue being made about like queer baiting right. in K-pop music videos, which I feel like is like getting even more and more prevalent nowadays. Uh, I mean, I'm a cis straight dude. So I don't feel quite fully equipped to make arguments whether yeah. it's all right or not. But I will say that compared to like other queer baby music videos I've seen, uh, this feels a lot more explicitly 
queer than um, mm. than what well, like I'm used to at least and have seen um, because of the I think solely because of the song concept and album concept uh, like with the storyline being about sexual desire and like suppressing it and like you know how that can also fit with queerness too um, but I mean yeah so I want like I don't know just yeah. <laughs> my identity based on oh yeah I'm not gonna touch too deep on that but. I also want to know, like, if this was just a way for them to like get more attention or views for the music video, that because of <gasps> explicitly like explicitness, then I'm like, ah, that's not that's not a good look. Yeah. But if it's really like the story they want to tell, then I think that's that's a different sort of perspective or story. Right. Yeah. I. I it. It could. The way the video like. Because it's not, I don't know, it's not really, for me at least, it's not like like shocking, I guess, mm-hmm. in the, how they present it. Um, so it, like, it doesn't ap- appear like obvious whether their intentions are like, we really need this comeback to do like right. extra, like, th- so. Yeah, and I, I was I was also looking at some of the that dialogue. I guess primarily on Twitter, which is yeah, fine, which but, may not um, be the best place for it, but it's there. Yeah, I would like to see more. Like, if there was more co- Korean response, I know we got mm-hmm. like these netizen translations, but that's just kind of the general. So I want to hear if if there was like a response from like a queer community in, in Korea that mm, for sure. had any thoughts about it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I do feel like at least the, the guys were comfortable with the concept, even if they were mm-hmm. a little like, like awkward or when they were actually doing it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or when they saw it on screen, it oh, did yeah. seem like they were, they 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 were cool with just doing the, the, <laughs> like, you know, all yeah. the, the, the shots yeah, where they I had saw to be the, close to each other. Yeah. yeah. I saw something behind and like. Uh, like they were mentioned, like oh yeah, like I'm excited to be working this closely with some of the, these certain members. I think it was Love yeah. and the two in the Machine mm-hmm. line or something. Yeah, yeah. I think like I saw that dynamic, but it's like yeah, it's. I mean, it's also like a performance still. So yeah, um, yeah. It's just that level of comfort that they have. But yeah, I mean, you you make a good point. Just like getting that perspective to what would it look like from like queer Korean. Uh, uh, like population, so sure, yeah. Uh, but I, I think oh, one thing, just like I think the shots that had some of the bigger impact for me were just the ones of like the hands near each other, like mm-hmm. the knees on when they're on the scooter, just like that closeness in like everyday interaction, yeah. But, and just the way that was shot, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you were mentioning. Um, you're mentioning like the uh, K-pop queer community and everything like that. Like, are any of the members act, like actually like? Is this was that just part of the concept? Like this whole thing, or ha- have that has that always been part of like only one of like mo kind of like being more comfortable with uh, who they are? Because like, I, I guess I I, I want to stray away, um, not as a kid, but I'd want to stray away from like. Um, being inauthentic so like i didn't know if like this was just uh, like uh a something they were like theatric, the concept yeah authentic. theatrically doing yeah yeah exactly yeah 
one thing I know is that they have described themselves as being uber sexual before. That's like a mm, term okay. that they've used like from the beginning, like when they describe their concept. So uh, I, I know that. And like some of their other songs kind of explore similar themes, but not quite as directly as this one. Mm, okay. 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 Well, yeah, yeah. it's just, it was, I was just curious because it's just, I, I'm for sure like I'm going to just awkwardly stumble through this episode because it's, it's such a um, far cry from what I've been used to with our, the, the boy groups that we've um, covered, not in like a bad way, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's great that this is like such a refreshing like the fact that I'm like having trouble putting words together, it it's not a bad thing. It's just I it's so um it's so daring of a group to exist like this. Cause like we we've we've watched K pop through the years and yes, there's there's tons of people with their shirts off and everything, but the um I guess for me it's just really cool to see um, a different take, I guess, from, mm. you know, just being like eye candy, you know. They're like actually exploring more of these um, these themes and and like desires and stuff like that. So, right. yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's what yeah. I was saying. I'll also mention that uh, in response to some of like the domestic comments like negative comments that they've been getting like two of the members love and and Rie, they've been pretty much like defending or like speaking out in defense of their concept like they're not mm-hmm. they haven't like apologized for being too uh explicit with with their concept or choreography so they are like promoting or like moving forward or they're not mm-hmm. trying to walk back what they've done so far yeah no, that's good all right so uh, out of the two, I, I I think I know the answer to this. But out of the two music videos, what is your favorite? Do you like the white clothes version or the the black clothes version? Ooh. I would go with the original or like the white outfits one. Uh, I mean, it's the only one that has like a shot of feet. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, pretty clear uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <Okay>. boy! <laughs> um, no, I because yeah, all right. I like all uh, the, went to an all boys high school and the, loves um, feet. <laughs> the cinematography and all the shots and the, the settings. Yeah, uh, yeah. Although yeah, I, I, like, I do, I like the guilty pleasure too. Yes. Yeah, I think I like the storyline portion. That's of yeah. the of the main MV, but I do like how the guilty pleasure does show us like all of the choreo. Which is like I think we missed some moments in the music video, the the like proper music video that would like uh, like in the bridge point, like the, the 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 key moment in the in the bridge after that moment that I don't think they show in the music video where love and nine's faces are pretty much <laughs> right, like like love is pretty much singing into nine's mouth. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> outfit wise, who do you, which music video do you think oh. had uh, the more fire outfits? Because that that's a it's a tough one for me because I yeah. I I just saw the the uh, guilty pleasure version mm-hmm. 
right before we started recording. And so I I had no idea that this was going to happen to yeah. me, like mentally. I didn't know I was going <laughs> to watch something like this. So um, I'm having a tough time picking a favorite. But yeah. I, right like, now it's… Uh, well, the outfits are uh, like the say, same concept, yeah. but like cut right. differently. So Yes, exactly. And um, I, I want to meet the person who did uh, do the costume design for these these uh, music videos because I feel like they just took a normal suit and they're like, what if we just not had cl- fabric showing? Oh, no. I, I love that. I think I mentioned that during the Me Wano too. episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of uh, like outfits, uh, specifically suits though. I do like uh, for suits um, when have very precise cuts in them to show extra skin. I think because mm-hmm. especially for suits, there's a different type of sensualness there where you're showing skin and outfits in places that normally are meant to cover up more. But like an example of that, besides Wano's tank top with the <laughs> with the sides cut out. Yeah. And but the um and the hat. But um, <laughs> like I mentioned, uh like Dreamcaster's suits uh in Scream, a lot of them had like similar cuts where it's like on the sides, or I know Sua had one at the like around the arms. And Gio has one where it's like an open back, essentially. And I know in the uh, Guilty Pleasure uh, version, there's also one with an open back. So it's like borrowing from those same like styles um, mm-hmm. and like making it just even making suits even sexier. So I liked it a lot. I like it a lot, John, yeah. <laughs> personally. <laughs> Me too. Um, do you think, uh, uh, I'm kind of jumping around here. Do you think when they play, when these guys play a game of basketball, they play skins versus skins. <laughs> skins versus <laughs> skins. <laughs> they, they had they were doing like two guys, one shirt and like two skins. Yeah, like KB and Junji were skins, and then one guy had a shirt on. Um, yeah, oh, I I want to know about the basketball scene. It's clear that they are not great at basketball. <laughs> Yeah, based on that jump shot. form is not great. It's not That's great, but they looked good. They looked yeah. good playing it, though, at least. So, yeah, yeah shout out to Junji and KB, just looking ripped as hell. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to Junji also growing out his bangs so that he can at least see the hoop when he's shooting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so happy that he will no longer have to deal with the questions from the hosts on every single show that he oh, goes yeah. on now. Because everyone that I've seen, they ask, like, can you see? And <laughs> he, he plays along, but I'm sure yeah. he got tired of it at yeah. some point. But the long, the super yeah. long hair looks so good. It it's so good. It looks really good. It looks so I, good. You don't see much long hair nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it looks so super it's, healthy it's, in spite of it being dyed. It's like dyed silver, right? Yeah. yeah. It looks super healthy. Yeah. Do you think you'd grow your hair out to that length now? That's so um, long. I don't know if I could do it. I know. It's <laughs> too much maintenance. I got tired after one but, year. <laughs> I don't even want to know how long that took. But oh man. But yeah, it's it's I really did enjoy these guys' haircuts just because um there's a there was a nice mix of them. It's and they they all kind of for the most part stuck to their natural dark haired uh color. Yeah, like natural um, color. They yeah. they all yeah, they they um they all looked really good with their hair. It's, I I don't know his name, but the one with like the Caesar cut, the one that like, might be Mill. That was Mill. Yeah, he was yeah. like in the the middle um of the formations a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's 
So that was oh yeah. th- that that reminded me of like um industrial like um mm. like one of those uh fashion shows where it's just like the weirdest like like maybe chains or like belts like uh, like surround like over your shoulder kind of uh look or something but like he all, all like all these guys were like were just were like just felt like models like dancing mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah which is very yeah. like yeah, I, I liked Mills' outfits a lot too in mm-hmm. his section, like that the white shirt with that design on it, and then in the guilty pleasure version, it's a wearing, mesh like, shirt, mesh. Yeah, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. not that. I thought they looked great in both both uh, yes. scenes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah one thing that I feel bad for them though, uh, both uh, outfit wise and choreo wise. They did not have knee pads, and I'm sure yeah. that choreography must oh, have been yes. so hard on their knees, especially in the chorus. Constantly sliding. Yeah. Or, uh, like, I know, I mean, I'm I'm the youngest out of all of us, but I'm 31, and I know I have knee issues already. So, like, oh, man, they're, they're going to be feeling that in yeah. several years. And I think, I know KB, he's the oldest in the group. Mm-hmm. I think he's like 29 or yeah. 28. And I think in the first court, the scene, like he's in the back, so I don't think you can like see him as well. So I'm assuming like he might be his knees are maybe have a little more wear on them. He also mm-hmm. completed his military service, so maybe yeah, yeah a little more wear and tear. <clears throat> <laughs> nice. Um, you know, maybe maybe in like some of the scenes, remember where like I, I forget who, but he had his like hand. Oh, like that from was behind and nine. up his crotch. That was nine then, like, on love. Yeah, nine, and then and then he uh, like kind of swiped it down to to the down leg. the leg. Maybe at that point they were just he was rubbing the knee to just to make sure. <laughs> that it like that. Just at that one moment, yeah. dude. <laughs> that that like, where's your knee? Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> that part alone, from the moment that love wrapped his neck around, and then that hand part—that was my introduction <laughs> to this song because I saw it floating around Twitter yeah. even before I listened to it. So <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, this is where this is going." I just yeah. thought of fun of a fun TikTok video that I'll talk to you guys later about. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Just recreate all these yeah. moments and these find a man. I also love how the song, like <laughs> that part where his hand gets goes right there, it matches perfectly with like this lone, like loud the, the snare is like yeah. bumped up three times <laughs> as loud. <I> just go. <laughs> oh, the yeah, direction. It's so good though. Song. Oh man. Uh okay. Uh Anything else you guys want to talk about for uh, these music videos? I, I'm um, good. I think I'm good. Uh, I think my only yeah, last yeah, note is that choreo-wise, it was surprisingly more powerful than I expected. I expected oh. it to be more fluid, uh, smoother. Uh, I think mm-hmm. just my perception of what a song called uh, Libido would sound like, but with not knowing it was going to be like this industrial style yet. So, yeah, that, that was a surprise thing- for me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that one thing in the end though, where they change from like the knees to like the going up the leg kind of slowly. Oh, yeah, I really like that change in the in the last chorus. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. What a concept. I gotta go watch their yeah. I gotta go watch their other music videos because <laughs> I I I can't. If this is like my only one impression of? of them, it's just gonna yeah. It's it's this, if this is only one of. The impressions I'm going to have of them, I 
I'm gonna be ruined for any future releases because <laughs> like this is just like it it can only go down from here. Like I don't know how they can top this unless they just just carry on with this the uber sexual yeah, we'll uh, nature. We'll them. see. And just really, part two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good good call. Oh man. Okay. It's just them in like just leather chains and swings <laughs> and just like like full out like uh leather outfits and everything anyway um let's see i i think it's i think it's uh um i think we're good to take a break yeah Yeah. (laughs) i know we we kind of uh we kind of went um i mean we 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 had to talk about two music music videos instead of one well luckily we don't have as we don't have visuals to talk about for these next three so yeah um unless we talk about that in that sense yes that's true Okay. Well, thank you for listening to this hypersexualized first half of the episode. We're gonna take a quick break, get um, uh, wipe off the sweat that we've uh, and like kind of air ourselves out from all this uh, the heated talk of uh, libido. Sure, um, sure. And when we pumps. come back, yes, <laughs> sharing lollipops on the back of an um, ATV or a jeep. <laughs> Just like I click that, um, and we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll have a fun game brought to you by Steven, and we'll talk about the the remaining three songs of the album or the of the EP. So stick around, uh, we'll be right back. Alright, welcome back to the B-side. As you know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by Steven. Steven who likes feet and went to an (laughs) (laughs) all-boys. And I'm gonna throw so I'm gonna uh, throw it to Steve. Gonna throw to Steven and uh, he's gonna introduce us. <laughs> so uh, send us send us all your feet pics. Just kidding. Do um, not email me. Do not send us. Feet pics don't send any. Please. Don't send any feet pics, please. Yeah. please. If you do want to send feet pics, you gotta gotta charge for that. Yeah. Know your worth. Charge yeah, for yeah. that. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. We have a. <laughs> we'll 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 have a we'll we'll start the hall you could eat. Uh, only fans. Oh, no. <laughs> Just our fans' and, feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What? Or you pay, uh, you pay us to show us your feet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, AKA only feet is what we're gonna start. Okay. Anyway, Holly, Holly that was. Feet. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh, no. We haven't even started the game. <laughs> we just we just started. We we just created something genius. Oh, you can see. Oh my god. Okay, okay. All right. And with that introduction, where I'm gonna throw. It, All right. I'm l- legitimately gonna throw it to Steven to introduce uh, this week's game. Okay. Thank you. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yes. This game. It's. A new one that I have made for this week. 
Um, I know maybe you guys aren't as, as familiar with the group, so I didn't want to focus too much on them, but they do factor into it. Um, what we're, what we're going to do is uh, I'll be testing your knowledge of K-pop overall, though, uh -oh. in a game I am calling Recovery <laughs> 7 Top. What? The only one of edition. <laughs> I, I, okay, yeah. The, the title, I attempted to style after like one of their cryptic only one of releases. But nice. it does yes. include uh, two like restaurant terms for <laughs> numbers of guests <laughs> at a time. So like covers and tops and uh, only nice. one of his seven numbers. Oh, so for gotcha. this week, it's going to be a, a seven top will be joining us. Um, oh, but uh, I will also explain the game. So I don't know if you guys have seen how they they write things, but mm -hmm. uh, they do oh, yes. capitalize their O's. But yes. so I'm just actually going to read this. I normally don't like having just slide text, but only one of is known for their cover videos where they perform the music and choreography of both Korean and non-Korean artists alike. So for this game, you will be presented with a low-quality GIF of only one of, or just Yoo Jung doing these covers. Your goal, identify the song. Uh, however, oh, wow. as okay. this is a new game, um, it is only right that we start with <laughs> practice round. Yes! <clears throat> Yay! So, uh, yeah, can you guys tell me what is this GIF of? <clears throat> that would be... Wait, okay. go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. That would be Luna covering uh, NCT 127's uh, Cherry Bomb with Cherry in the front. <laughs> that, that is correct. Um, you create the best PowerPoint presentations. You really do. Like, they're, they're so stylized and like, you you incorporate so many elements to them. I'm amazed. Oh God, all these I'm capital O's. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's all you're going to do. Um, but while you're setting up, I'm going to read off all of the songs. There are nine in honor of the member nine. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so there's Sherlock by Shiny, uh, Dala Dala by Itzy, Spring Day by BTS, Dolphin by Oh My Girl, Seventh Sense by NCTU, Whistle by Blackpink, Money by Dawn, Fiesta by Eyes One and Be Mine by Infinite. I'm gonna do so bad. I, I feel like this game uh, heavily favors one of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Hmm, I wonder who. I, I think I think I know who. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna, oh my god. I'm gonna try okay, to all right. talk while you guys are looking at. It's uh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's taking all the energy in me to not sing along yeah. to the part that they're dancing to. <laughs> Hey there everyone, Chuck here with a quick editor note. We realize that it's very hard for y'all to understand the game we're playing, so to help, we put all the gifts Steven showed Alan, Mark, and I on our Twitter, at HowYouCanEat. Come check it out and write your answers down before finding out the correct answers in a bit. Okay, now back to the show. <laughs> oh no. Have we figured out who this game heavily favors? I think. <laughs> Let me just see. Uh, we 
do have oh pause this we do have a winner <laughs> a clear winner really yeah. really 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 we do and our winner is congratulations alan mark oh you got seven of nine correct seven Whoa. of nine jeez yeah. oh, and, and chuck you you got Did... uh got four correct whoa yeah <laughs> um, and this that was like four more than i thought <laughs> <laughs> honestly like truthfully that's uh, uh, wow i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty proud because i don't remember any of these choreos i yeah. just went by movement alone alone i was like that looks like a girl group <laughs> uh, so round one was Spring Day by BTS. Round two was oh, is Money by Dawn. Oh, I switched that back this, last mi- minute, I think. This was my guess that I got it. Yes. Round three is Itzy, of course. Um, one thing to know about Yu Jung is that he's like a big girl group stan, and he th- he knows a lot of the dances. Nice. Ah. Um, round four, of course, is uh, Sherlock by Shiny on the show uh. Dancing Idol. Shout into the house. Uh, round five was a little harder because it didn't show a lot of the dance, but it mm. is. Uh, uh, Fiesta by Eyes One. Mm-hmm. I just really like Junji in this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, round six. This one was Dolphin by Oh My Girl. Again, one of their audio recordings or audio covers and dance covers. Uh, round seven. This one came from a medley or like Random dance. Uh, it's Be Mine by Infinite. That's my first Infinite song that I heard. So mm-hmm. I have uh, very, oh, I very sentimental. Yeah. Very sentimental mm. to this song. Okay. Uh, round eight is their cover of Seventh Sense. <laughs> they call it the sexy cover version. <laughs> Dang. And then awesome. the last one is Blackpink uh, Whistle. This is the one, the only one I thought I was going to get. But yeah, uh, thank you for playing. Uh, congratulations again, Alan, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. You, you, you're going to have to, if, if there's some sort of like, um, if there's some sort of competition between all the uh, K-pop podcasts where we need to send yeah. one member <laughs> yeah. of, our, <laughs> of our crew to, uh, to Represent. compete. It's yeah. absolutely going to be Stephen. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you, you, Alamark, are for sure. That'd be awesome. Maybe you can pitch it to them. <laughs> some sort of uh, some decathlon. A trivia, thing, decathlon. It's just a te- true oh, test boy. of K pop of knowledge. Limit I mean, you are Encyclopedia Pink, so it makes sense that you're winning all these games. So I know. We got to be super obscure next time. Just something not in Alamark's favor. Yeah. Just like, all right, in. Two minutes of this song. What key was the the <laughs> verse in? A flat Steve minor. Like, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn it, not again. <laughs> All right, 
<laughs> okay, so thank you again, Stephen, for that fantastic game. That was actually a lot of fun, and that was cool. I I didn't think that was the direction we were going to go, and I'm happy that it went that way because that was fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to the final three. (laughs) 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 Let's continue our journey into this album where we've only talked about the first track. So uh, there's three more songs. Um, Let's just go start with uh, Instinct. Um, Now, I I don't really know what my favorite song off the album is. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards the latter half, but I did enjoy the fact that this had a kind of like a funky acoustic guitar kind of intro to it. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, that that's the song. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I didn't really think there was too much else out of it, though. Um, I, I thought it was just coming from Libido. Like it, it was just a weird jump in kind of tone because because this one just was like a little bit more of a um yeah it, it just felt like a little you know uh not as like sexual obviously but just a little bit more lighthearted in the sense because of that definitely that guitar that was hitting throughout the entire song it just kind of made it um it was just the same strum pattern over and over again um, and it just kind of made it um yeah, it kind of made it uh, kind of, you know, ordinary for me. I wasn't really picking up. I wasn't really memorizing anything. I'll talk more later about the bridge. That that was the moment that kind of uh, stuck with me. But um, yeah, to my uh, acoustic guitar peeps here, uh, mm-hmm. what what are your what are your thoughts on uh, Instinct? Mm-hmm. I, I I thought it was it was fine too. Um, yeah, I'll t- I have some notes about the bridge, but like I thought this sounded like a uh, kind of this throwback party song with the call and response that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just that was fun. Um, I thought I liked the drums in in the verses because they kind of bring them in in the second half of them. So I thought that that sounded good. Um, but yeah, the big thing for me was just that bridge that just seemed to come out of nowhere. And right. it was, I yes. mean, I really liked it, but it, there was a, just no setup for it. And it's, exactly. it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, my note for the bridge was that it was just way too short. And I wished I heard more of that song, whatever that song was happening. Um, because especially with like the way the bridge ends with just uh, I don't know who's singing it but just like the long belt and just like the echo out kind of thing and they came back to like just like the little like ho-hum strum kind of uh, beat Um, so yeah yeah Um, I mean this song not just the bridge but this song in general is just short it's only two minutes Mm -hmm. 20 seconds long so yeah yeah. Um, yeah I don't have many notes on this song as well um, it gave me a little bit like I don't know why, but like Michael Jackson Dangerous era vibes. Yeah, to it. yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Not dangerous vibes, but just Michael Jackson for yeah. some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got right. a little bit of that. But I mean, yeah, uh, the bridge was really nice. But yeah, I do wish there was more of that. Uh, I also like in the post course though how Juni, Junji sings that one line: um, "The I don't want your love tonight." 
that that line was sung really well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I think what the weird thing about this song is that the chorus doesn't feel like a chorus. It feels like it should right. be a pre-chorus to another song. Um, yeah. Or like leading up to something else, but we never got to that point. So, yeah. But yeah. One thing about that line, um, the I don't want your love tonight, it is interesting because lyrically the rest of the song, it seems to be all about desire. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really come across like that in just the the way the song sounds, but it seems like there's a little contrast at the end with the outro. So I feel like they are trying to continue their, the story with this song. Um, and what else? Uh, this song also had some lyrics that had like saying things on my body, like that continues from Libido. Mm-hmm. So I, at least they, they maintain some of the, the concept that they set out from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and that uh, I don't want your love tonight. That's the suppression right there of the yeah. libido. Mm. Um, moving on to um, oh, I forget how we pronounced it. Birido, 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 libido. Um, so track number three. Um, I uh, okay, so. Now, coming from instinct, going to Birido, um, Bairido. Um, now, this was continuing the trend of Libido for me. Like this, this um, with the whistle starting, um, I, and I noticed they, they like to whistle a lot in their songs. Um, anyway, not, not like Blackpink, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely like uh, a, a huge element, I think, in some of their past songs. Um, and there was sort of like a little like haunting like nature to that whistle also. Just like as the very first thing to hear with this song. For me, it just kind of, it went like, oh, okay, that's kind of creepy. Like it, like as if like a, um, like you're alone in like an alley and then like you just hear like this random whistling happen. Um, that and then and then it it immediately um, it takes the whist like that little playfulness away and then with that like little like chord that hits like the kind of like the reverberating one that comes in and out of your ears like it it, it for me it, it was kind of like it, it, it went immediately to um, it to like a very like like pleasurable smooth, uh, nature and like I, I, I just I loved how that 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 chord was just continuing on, kind of like that little pulsating sound, just like coming in and out of your ears, and like that was just the whole vibe I was carrying throughout this entire song. It's just like it felt a very like mellow and cool and like, um, uh, yeah, just a, a very, very chill, um, like central vibe from it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, tying on to yeah, the, how this felt like uh, uh, the actual like more of a sequel to Libid- libido. Um, like, I mean, this song is essentially about like pheromones, <laughs> and like because the <laughs> the I mean, it's called the birido, which is a fragrance brand, and then them singing birido is immediately followed up with the lines, "The scent of you at the tip of my nose makes me want to own it." Sprayed for me, sprayed for me every night, sprayed on me. So that's <laughs> that's the context of that. But like, 
the song itself though is so like interest like it's you mentioned it's like smooth and stuff which is like most of it is that but there are also some very like chaotic moments in there too like the piano especially in the first chorus on into the into the second verse had some strange moments going on in there um like it has the bouncy piano but it the chorus ends on a super weird chord that i don't know what it is but i don't know what that a flat is doing there but it's there and it's like super dissonant and then like the second verse has a moment where it just feels like jazzy like clanging on the piano too mm-hmm. so it's like well it's like very more that push and pull of the suppression of um mm-hmm. of desire yeah that piano reminded me of uh Sunmi's what the flower like mm-hmm. except a little less frenzied and then i think where it went in in Sunmi's song but similarly there were times when it was just playing straight like quarter or like like a steady rhythm quarters eighth notes and then it does its own like very like jazzy type of stuff that yeah. it, it's it's i really liked it um but a couple of the one other instrument I liked was just that low horn that they bring in, usually with the kick drum. It just it makes it a really big sound, especially in the chorus. So uh, I really like that. But another thing was with the pre-chorus, like it does kind of the normal buildup into the chorus the first two times, but then. Um, the last time when we hear a buildup like from the bridge, instead of like coming back with a beat, it it just dropped like the drums. It, there's no drop there in the outro, and to, where I was really expecting it to come in, they they it, it's almost a, like a torturous t- like a tense moment where I'm waiting for the, the, the drop to come back, uh, and they even extended longer than I thought they would introducing the keys first in the end so i really i thought that brought a lot of like more feeling to to the song uh so i would say this is my favorite song of the of these four um and i'll just note kb and nine were uh i think co-writers of this one nice Mm. this song is also my favorite song of this album it is so Interesting. It's such a cool song. Yeah. Uh, it, I think this is the most similar to their other music. Like, mm. yeah. specifically Picasso s- and Doramar. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. And then we, I think we had a hat trick, guys. Yeah. We found, oh, nice. We, we got an album where we all like the same song. Yeah. Um, I did, uh, I did like, I, I completely forgot about that piano. It was just that chaotic piano because like I was like dum, 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 dum. yeah it's like yeah. and then it's like dun, 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 dun. And I was like oh yeah that that's this song whoops I thought this was a tear of God yeah. or that that moment was from tear of God but um yeah I, I I thought there were a lot of like fun elements more interesting elements to this song yeah. that made me made me like really get fascinated with it more and um just made me uh, w- wanted wanted me to come back and listen to it over and over mm-hmm. again. So, um, although I, I will say I I wish I the whistle part wasn't there. Like it was 
cool the first time and then how they kind of like um you know uh sprinkled it throughout the rest of the song but it 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 never i i always hear it at first and i'm like what song is this oh yeah this song Mm -hmm. so it's just for me um i don't think i really needed that intro like if it just went right into the verse um or somehow i don't know uh i i would have like very much fully enjoyed the song um but yeah, I I have to agree with you guys. This out out of the four, it's definitely a, a favorite of mine. Yeah. I do like the whistle though because I feel like it does bring some menace to the song, mm-hmm. which I feel like fits the vibe. Especially another lyrical note from the second pre-chorus. There's a line that says, "The breath that reaches me, maybe it's not perfume." <laughs> so Ooh, it's like okay, okay. it got a little bit of menace to it. And yeah, yeah. And one mm-hmm. more musical note I have: I love the outro of the song also. Yes. It's like a really, really pretty, wonderful outro. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's move on to the final track. I'm surprised we were, we were able to <laughs> knock through these three yeah. these three songs in succession. Well, I mean, Libido had so much to it that we had to mm-hmm. we had to dedicate one half to it. So makes sense. But the final song of the uh, EP is entitled "Tear of God," and I think. For me, at least, this song, um, one, it had it, it, it went through a whole journey in this song. Like this, this, um, there were so many like musical styles like that I was listening to. Mm-hmm. This like, um, uh, like it, it, it starts off with this like, it continues that menacing vibe, but yeah. um, it kind of sounds like uh, kind of like church bells in the background, and then like weird like gibberish. Um, I don't, or I, I don't know. If oh yeah, that vocal sample, me. right? Yeah, I couldn't yeah. figure out quite what it was saying, yeah. but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I was just kind of like, "What is happening?" Um, yeah. But then I, when when it when it jumped to the uh, the verse, it, it it reminded me of a lot of like alternative R and B nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, who would be singing it? Uh, I don't know if like Majid Jordan would sing something like this or like Division or something like that. Oh, but I can hear Division on this. Act. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very. Um, it's like that that R and B where it's like uneasy, a little bit sad, but then also um, yeah, a, a little bit. Uh, you know, I've never had to actually uh, put into words how I feel whenever I listen to Division. But anyway, it's like. It, it continues that haunting trend like mm-hmm. that we we were talking about and like gives an eerie vibe to the, the like the, the traditional R&B that we listen to and like that's that's what the ver- first first sounded like to me um, but then but then as the pre-chorus starts happening it builds up in like like how we've heard with the rest of the songs in a very like formulaic manner where it's just like um a lot of uh, like you know, hi hat hitting, like just prog- like progressing progressively, like faster and faster high hits and everything like that. And um, for me, <clears throat> sorry, for me, the core when the chorus hits, it like completely takes me away from that initial vibe that I'm listening, like, that I'm like carrying to it, and then it it kind of just makes it sound like a very like a, a happier song than it really is. Um, but then, uh, as it 
comes back to the verse, it like takes it away again and goes back to that haunting vibe. And yeah, I, I just felt like I was I was being transported in all sorts of ways. And there were parts of the song that I, I very much enjoyed and other parts that I kind of went, I don't know if that needs to be there, but yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know what you guys thought about Dear God. I, I like the song. Um, that vocal sample that, that you mentioned, when I first heard it, I thought they were actually, because of the rhythm, I thought it was going to go like kind of hip hop. And mm. I was worried it might become like a uh, the leaders or <laughs> maybe like a misfit. Misfit? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote both of those down. Um, but I, I like that right after that, um, it, it didn't go that direction. I do like Mills' rap on this. He's kind of used sparingly in as a rapper, but his delivery was, I liked his the contrast between his lower voice and then everyone else singing in a higher register. As the... The concept actually states um, it's like a conversation with God, so they are mm-hmm. all singing higher. Um, and then Mill like does this growl kind of when with it, when he goes a at the end. It, I really like he he. It's so short, but he does a really good job on all his sections. But yeah, just the beginning. They they start with some more like halftime drums before going to like regular, so, and then that works really well. Um, yeah, I, I it's a I really like this song too, um, and again fits really well with the the concept that they set out. Yeah, I like both of you touched upon like the sort of um, like talking to God kind of side felt like church with the bells stuff like that. Yeah, because I think this song really, I think out of all the songs is the one that best tells the story of the concept. Um, I think with the vocal sample, the part that I was able to make out of it was take it to the top which feels like oh are they trying to like um reach up towards like heaven or something if they are trying to talk to god and then there's i think a line in the first verse called for biting off an apple which is like oh okay adam and eve which is very much tied to like um desire suppression of like once they find out like oh i have a libido then <laughs> i could go for that and also, is this still Jaden Jong still trying to connect them to Luna a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Biting apples and stuff. Um, but yeah, but even the chorus ends with the line, like, forgive me, tear of God. So it's like, yeah, it's a, a lot of biblical allusions there. So I thought mm-hmm. like this one really told the story the best out of all the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, and also like, it, and I feel like it feels very cohesive with um, the rest of the album, but especially like Libido and uh, and Birido. Uh, but yeah. Um, but one also note musically that I want to say is I love the delayed drop that goes into the chorus. I thought, especially mm. after the song, I can't stop my, or not the song, the line, I can't stop my lust. Because uh, again, with the suppression and everything, but also musically, it feels like edging. <laughs> which <laughs> It's like the song itself is edging. <laughs> mm. Um, to our uh, listeners who have no idea what edging <laughs> means, just go ahead and Google it. Um, you might need to go on Urban Dictionary, maybe, but <laughs> definitely, I I agree. It's or, like it's almost yeah. like a release. Like yeah, that, like, mm-hmm. 
and it's a delayed release, hits. right? Yeah. It's like, um, I can't stop my, my lust. Bow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If Or if you want to know what etching is, just listen to uh, a bunch of episodes of that one podcast. Oh, man. I'm blanking on it right now. Um, uh, punch up the jam. <laughs> Oh okay. Yeah. They just mentioned edging a lot. I thought, I thought oh. you were going to say something like it's a it's like a music cereal. podcast, but they <laughs> edging. Like, Don't worry about it. That's I've just listened to a few. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like uh, just go ahead and listen to that podcast. Uh, this American Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Those are those are some like great points, and like I, I'm re-listening to the bridge now, and like that that kind of. Um, demonic kind of sample comes back again mm-hmm. in, a, in a sort of way so maybe that, that that's really what it's trying to um to uh, exemplify just like the i don't know temptations yeah sins like this song really feels uh, like the fallout to like actually maybe they fed into those desires and then now it's like they're seeing the fallout of it right yeah. right yeah so maybe maybe part two will continue on with like their journey into like more like the, like not the seven deadly sins, but you know, like mm-hmm. um, maybe other elements like uh, envy or greed or something like that. I don't know. Well, this is again super sexualized, but yeah, um, yeah. I I don't even know what part two is going to be if this is all part one. You know, <laughs> like like what what a, how can they top Libido? Like I guess two crotch hand grabs. I guess <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like at the same time, <laughs> instead of the crotch, it's the butt <laughs> from behind. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I did. Yeah, I don't know anything really el- that else that stands out for this song for me. Um, but I, I did think this sounded the the most poppy, like the most song that can the song that can probably be played on the radio the most mm-hmm. um especially the uh oh, i don't know if it's like a harm like you're using harmonies for the uh for uh the chorus but it, it definitely has more of a catchier chorus like a, a a standard chorus of what you would hear from a pop song but uh did you guys catch that one sample that it sounded like a little fairy almost like like uh, I, I I don't know where I can point it out no. but, I don't know but for me you know me you guys and listeners you know you know I heavily listen to video game music and sound effects <laughs> and everything but to me that little sound bite almost sounded like uh, Navi in um, Ocarina or mm. Legend of Zelda Ocarina time the the fairy that goes. Hey, listen! <laughs> like that that part. Um, let me go find it while uh, you guys are talking. There was it. a sound on the song that I thought sounded like the sound when like a when a Windows computer when the USB gets unplugged. <laughs> uh, I when oh. I was listening to it, I, I I kept checking like did my mouse like something happened, but it was just in the song, and I'm I'm trying to find it now too. But I wrote it down as a note. I, I'm not sure where it is, but that's one of the sounds that I heard in the back here. Um, I mean, there were some great background vocals in this one too, but just that one thing, it was so familiar sounding. Yeah. I, 
Uh, you can probably listen to it at like 2.34. It sounds like a... Oh, is it going, oh, like... The, 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 the one underneath that. Oh, okay. The one that's saying... <laughs> I'll cut this out, don't worry. Okay. Oh, okay, I hear it. Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> that's yeah. it, right? Ah, ah. Yeah. I wonder, is that a vocal sample or is that an instrumental sample? That's probably a, yeah, ah, a vocal sample. Ah. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this this one definitely had a lot of like uh, texture to it or layers, and mm -hmm. they really like jammed it with all sorts of sounds and like yeah. I, you know, now that I know the direction with the um with the whole concept of this album it all these songs make so much more sense now like the feelings that i was feeling like that that must have been in, like a hundred percent intentional like to make you feel um like the, the to not have like the satisfaction that you need and so like all these notes that i wrote down i'm like oh maybe that okay now mm -hmm. i see it's but it also feels thing. like super intimate <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Um yeah, I I don't really I don't really have any much uh final notes for this mm -hmm. song except this this album it is like central AF and mm -hmm. like it is it is not the wretch there is absolutely no <laughs> fatigue going on here. Mm -hmm. This is not yep. 80s or disco. Like this is this is some weird stuff that I did not know I liked so. <laughs> I know I was looking uh, forward to us trying to say the word "sexy" so many times, <laughs> but feeling very awkward about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, it's just yeah. Would oh my god? Would Wanho? Um, uh, mm -hmm. Like that was awkward enough, but this was just like I think I need to like take, take a cold a shower. Cold shower. <laughs> 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 Yes, thank you, thank you. It's just kind of like, oh boy. Okay, mm. all right. Well, that's that's definitely that was definitely a release mm -hmm. uh, in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't have um, a lot of uh, final comments as well, but just like I am excited to see part two because I know Jaden Jong likes the these high concepts. So trying to see, I'm curious to see where this goes. But this was, I did really like this album a lot. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Steven, do you think? Um, oh no, I was gonna say, Steven, do you think uh, this? W would you consider this high up on your uh, only one of uh, album releases? Or yeah, um, I would. Um, so, I'll, yeah, as a, I would consider myself a kind of a lion cub because I'm a new, <laughs> a new, uh, a newish, relatively new fan. But I, I really like them. I would say as a whole that this is their best release. Ooh. Um, and I feel like it's their most fully realized concept and it still fits into who they are. It, I think it really builds on to the concepts they've had in the past uh, and it still fits their like musical and visual identity too. Um, what else would I say? I, what I think works really well with this one is I think it deals less in the abstract than some of their previous releases 
if you like looking at their the titles, the, I, you can't discern what they mean. Dot point jump, line sun goodness. And then here we just get instinct part one. And like that, that it's very direct. Uh, a lot of people can relate uh, to these, these feelings. So that I think worked really well. And, but there is some mystery like to in, in the sound too. Uh, so I really like this, this, this uh, release. I feel like for only one of this could be kind of an inflection point for them. And I'm hoping it turns upwards mostly. Uh, and yeah, just bring on part two. Did they say when it's coming out? Part uh, two? I'm just assuming it, they're coming out with one, but they haven't. I don't think they've said anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Well, well said, well said, everyone. Um, that was, that certainly was a discussion of um i don't even yeah i the art this episode went exactly how i thought it was gonna go just (laughs) like dancing around the words that we need to say to describe (laughs) this album and music video uh but uh with us still keeping it as pg as possible but uh that that was so much fun to to cover and it was just such a it was such a a breath of fresh air and nothing like i expected like i said in the the episode but um yeah it was definitely fun to just get this this new experience because i'm sure next week we'll come back to um what we're used to so to to take this uh break so to speak because it was really interesting and like really opened my eyes to like what k-pop could be um or should be i guess in this case (laughs) all right thank you Everyone for choosing to dine with us. We hope you enjoyed your meal and we hope to see you next time. Please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us a good tip on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on all of the socials at How You Can Eat. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and if you check TikTok, there might be a new video, which uh, <laughs> is what uh, Steven is going to go check out after this uh, episode. Um, and speaking of Stephen, do not send him any pictures of your feet, but do send him emails of uh, your feedback or any questions you have, or if you <laughs> if you want to know um, which uh, all boys high school he went to, um, he'll be happy to screen those questions and answer appropriately. But he is definitely waiting for uh, your emails. Um, so yeah, for Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your Leaders, so long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See you. Want you to sing in my body. Live it all, live it all. Live it all.